podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 89. So welcome to the show. If you're new to the show, um, you have some catching up to do. And if you're not and you're a regular listener of this podcast, I appreciate you um, for always tuning in and um, for your love and feedback that I get all around the place. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So today's episode is, what does healing my inner child have to do with my business? So this is something that um, recently has come up, like recently I'm talking this morning, come up for me, where part of my um, exercises, we'll call it in my, when I'm being coached is how to connect with um, women that I feel would make sense for me to reach out to and build relationships with. And here's what comes up for me. What comes up for me is they're already doing this. They are either a coach or an entrepreneur. They don't need my help. Why would I reach out to them? They don't need my help. And that was sort of like the thing playing on in my in my mind this morning when I was looking for women that I thought would be great connections. And to be clear, when you're doing this type of connecting, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, Clubhouse, you're not just looking at, you know, you're, for me anyway, what I teach my clients and what I've been taught by my coach is that they're real connections, right? Like I'm not just looking, if you're a woman and you have a business, we're connecting. Like I, that's to me, not, that's not a real connection. Um, And it's, you know, there's like so many shitty ways to connect, I think on social media nowadays that people get really lost in it. And they're sort of burned out by the DMs from random people. I know I am. I can't stand when I, you know, like when I've befriended somebody or I've accepted a friendship and like the first way they communicate with me is selling me some shit in DM. Like, fuck off. That just annoys the shit out of me because it's not genuine. You know nothing about me yet. Like at least open a conversation or, you know, take a look. You know, the other thing that gets really frustrating is when and I'm going already off on a tangent, surprise, surprise. But when people don't look at my profile and ask me questions that is very clearly in my profile, like that means you didn't take the time to spend learning about me. And like, if you if you won't even take the time to learn about me, then why would I take the time to learn about you? Really? Like, that's it for me. I'm not interested in connecting with somebody who is not interested in connecting, really connecting and getting to know me first. So, but I digress. So this this feeling comes up for me and I reached out to my mastermind group who are the most incredible people I've ever known in business ever, hands down. I'm very, very lucky to be part of this group. And it was around this whole, you know, like not being needed or they don't, my, my clients or potential clients or potential connections, et cetera, don't need me. And one of them reached out to me um, and she is an absolute angel and gift in my life. And her and I really got connected and close really quickly. She's just somebody that I um, gravitated towards in this group. And I love her dearly. And I know we're going to be friends for a very, very long time. And she brought up the inner child stuff and asked me a really poignant question, which was, when in your childhood did you ever feel like you weren't needed or what you were doing wasn't required, that you just weren't necessary? 
and I thought about it for a hot minute. And what came up for me, and if you've listened to the show, you know I've done some inner child work last year in August. Um, one of my guests, Christina, came on the show um, and and then subsequently she did a healing with me later on in the year. And it was really powerful, like really, really powerful. And so I thought about it and I was like, it's sort of not just not being needed or, and she, and, and my friend said this morning, she's like, it's like your bigness, the life, the big life you want to live freaked them out in some way. And, and then they, you know, the, the consequence was to make you feel small. And yes, definitely that, that was it. It was more about like when I would say things about my family, like recognize that the way that, that we were functioning wasn't healthy or optimal. I think that was part of it was like me as a kid addressing, Hey, this is wrong. Like parents aren't supposed to be drunk all the time and parents aren't supposed to smack their kids around. Parents aren't supposed to yell at their kids and yell at each other like constantly. Like parents aren't supposed to, right? And I had, of course, I had an idea of what I thought parenthood looked like, even at 10. And it wasn't like it was, was in my family. And so when I would bring that thing up where I would sort of like shine light on there's a problem here, I got shut down big time. I mean, as a kid, I probably was just shooed away. But as a young adult, it was things like, are you crazy? Oh my God, here Kara goes again. She's fucking crazy. She thinks she knows everything. She thinks she knows better. Like that narrative, because, you know, let's, you know, now looking back, I can see that they wanted their secret kept, right? And if I was talking about how it wasn't meant to be, like that, then I was potentially exposing the secret. And so I got this messaging a lot. And I'm, and I'm, even as I'm talking about it, I'm realizing how deep that messaging went. But like, so now I think when I, when I use my voice, I'm going to get the, who does she think she is? Oh my God. Like she thinks she knows it all. And I have this story in my mind and I've had this story in my mind since I, obviously since I was a child and it's it's uh, debilitating or it can be, right? Like if we don't catch it, I'm just going to have a quick sip of water. But like if we're not, again, you know, I always say you have to be the, the, the keeper of the gate of your mind because the mind will take you all which, every which way it needs to, to keep you safe. And so what I was feeling this morning was severe resistance to the process that I know works. I know I'm genuinely connecting with women. I believe that are, I want to be in service of, or that there's a, another reason that we're connecting. I don't connect just for the sake of connecting. And I know that in my heart and in my soul. So why am I questioning it? Because the mind is coming into play. The tiny mind, the subconscious mind is coming in to fuck things up because that's what it does. Because I felt that resistance, right? And so immediately the mind goes, uh, 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 we're trying to keep you safe. So we're going to make you feel uncomfortable and then question everything. And that's exactly what I did. And like when you're, when you're small, you don't really, you don't, you're not conscious of what's happening. You're just a sponge. You're just absorbing and being conditioned without really knowing it. And your parents aren't even meaning to condition you in this way. And I think, you know, I'm 45. I have four kids. Um, the youngest is almost 12. So we've, we've learned a lot of this in the earlier days of, of parenthood where, where our, what our voice and, and what we do and all of those things really does have an impact on them. Like we know that it does, but I don't think we realize how deeply. So Ken and I have always, or attempted to always parent as long as we've known about these, these things, you know, as long, as long back as learning about Byron Katie and 
Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and like all of those people were very conscious parents, very, very conscious parents. And we could even be more conscious. But like, you don't realize as a kid, because I'm looking back and I'm thinking, I teach this stuff to women. I talk about you know, inner, inner child, not as much. And I'm definitely going to be talking about it way more, but even Tony says, you know, whose love did you crave more when he, when he does date with destiny? And he asks that to really understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. Because, you know, our biggest fear is we're not enough. And if we're not enough, we won't be loved. And if we, if we're not loved, we're going to die alone and sad, all terrible things. But like, when you think about your inner child, you think, well, what does that have to do with business? Well, has literally, I think it has everything to do with business. It has everything to do with everything. And I, one of the reasons that I really still resist the style of coaching that is more pragmatic, you know, like the strategic coach type of coaching. And truthfully, the ones that the coaches, you know, you go and you take a three month program and you're a life coach. Now, like I, I, I don't, I'm not discrediting coaching programs. There's some that are excellent for sure. But a lot of the thing that gets missed is like this component, for example, right? Like, so let me break it down to you sort of more pragmatically. Like I'm meant to do a certain activity around my business to increase my buyer pool so that I can serve at a higher level and serve more women who need to be served. Okay. That's the thing I'm supposed to do. This morning when I was going to do it or the other day when I was going to do it or two weeks ago when I was going to do it, I resisted the action. And so my mind started to tell me why I shouldn't do it or why it's not the right thing to do. Why did my mind start to tell me that? Because I have unhealed conflict around being you know, small and in my house and being told that I need to live small. If I open my mouth, I'm going to get shut down. So a some type of coach will just say, well, just go do the thing, right? Because I've, listen, I've paid for lots of programs. I've paid for lots of different things. And yes, I get ahead, but I don't get ahead like I could, like I meant to. Why? Because certain type of coaching doesn't address any of what I'm talking about because either it's a man and they don't, and and this is no dig at men. Men don't understand the emotional thing the way that women do. Like a man might just be like, I need to do X and they go do X and that is X. But for a woman, I need to do X, but I'm not really comfortable doing X. I probably shouldn't do X. Maybe, maybe doing X is the wrong thing. I think I should go do Y instead. When really the X is the right thing to do, but you're not doing it because ABCD came before that. And you have no idea why you're not doing the thing. Like I, I easily could have not said anything to my tribe. I could have easily not reached out to my, my friends in my mastermind group. I could have easily just said, meh, like truthfully, you want to hear the real, like the real skinny on it is like for three days, I've been thinking about, you know, increasing like my touch point with these, these women. For three days, longer, but let's just call it like the the last three days, every day I'm at some point during the day, I'm like, I really need to sit down and like, look at, look at these friend requests, for example, right? I have 400 friend requests in my inbox, in my Facebook mess, in my Facebook account. And they've been there, some of them for a year. 
Every day for three days, I've been like, I need to sit down and go through them and see who it makes sense to connect with and who it doesn't make sense to connect with. Day two, I really should sit down and do that. I I, I better get down and do that and sit down and spend some time. Day three. (sighs) Yeah, I know I need to do it, but I don't know. I just don't really feel like it. And then today, day four. All right, Kara, what the fuck is going on? And this is what's going on. And so what does that have to do with my business? Well, I'm not going to do the thing. And if I'm not going to do the thing, that means that people aren't, women in particular, aren't going to hear what is in my heart to share with business owners. They're not going to learn the ways to do their content. They're not going to learn the ways to do their website. They're not going to learn the ways to make their why so big they can't even handle it. Like all the things that I, that I, want to give and share. No one, those women won't hear it because I'm sitting here talking about how I, I don't have any, they're already coaches or they're already this, they're already that they don't need me, but it's not like a surface level. They don't need me. And if you don't do this deeper work, your business will not fucking succeed. It is that simple. And thank God I'm in a place right now where I catch it. But like five years ago, I would not have caught it. It would have turned into Like literally hear me, ladies. And if this is you, please reach out to me and let me know so that I know I'm not the only one because I can't be. But it would turn into, "Mm, it's probably not the right time for this business. And in fact, I have done that. I've told you I've had seven businesses. All of them failed except for the last two. And this one isn't a financial success like it's going to be. But I consider it an absolute powerhouse business that I'm creating or have created and continue to create. And the content company, I believe that's a beautiful company as well. But all the other ones, what happened? I didn't have a good enough why for one, but I also let myself be convinced that I wasn't there. I wasn't necessary. I wasn't good enough. Why? Because I didn't do the work on the inside to the, to the depth of inner child, not just sitting here and telling myself, great, you know, this is perfect and I'm absolutely positive and I'm supposed to be like none of that stuff is good once you've healed. And I have done inner child healing, you know this, but there's still those like little, I like the, the like little earworms, right? That we don't catch. But like, imagine if I didn't know to catch that, I may have thrown in the towel again. Like, does that land? I may have thrown in the towel. I might I might have said, meh, it's uncomfortable. And it's uncomfortable because it's the wrong blah, 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 blah. But I may have just like totally tanked this whole thing again, like I did the other five. That scares me. And I wouldn't know that I'm doing that unless I'd gone through coaching and gone through programs and gone through masterminds and surrounded myself with people I trust people who are going to tell it to me straight, people who are not going to blow sunshine up my ass and just say, oh, like often, you know, when we surround ourselves with people that let's say, let's say work at jobs, for example, like their, their whole life is based in certainty and needing to feel safe. And that's why they stay in the job like that for most people. Definitely there are people who love their jobs and I'm, and that makes me so happy when I hear that, but that's not the majority. But people like that will be the first ones to be like, yeah, you know what? Maybe you should just get a job. Like maybe you're not built for the, maybe you're not cut out for this. When really it's just the inner child work that needs to be done. And I, like, let's be clear. You know, many of the women that I talk to, we've come from some type of trauma. That's usually why we're an entrepreneur. And why I think that is because 
we can see how things can be better. We've had it harder. And so we can see how we can make things better. And then that leads us to entrepreneurship. I I can't even explain to you. I think it's like, oh, it must be 90% of the women I talk to have had some type of childhood trauma and they just want help. And they get into entrepreneurship and they have these beautiful ideas and they want to make a difference. They get all the way to the fucking start line and then some shit will hit them. And then they go, well, it's, maybe it's not maybe it's not the right thing. Maybe I shouldn't join this MLM. Maybe I shouldn't start my own company. Maybe I shouldn't. But it's not... Most of the time, it has nothing to do with you shouldn't. It has to do with... There's some programming that's left in there, right? There's something like for me, there's some little picadillo that was hiding back there where I have talked about... And, and that's the thing. Like, it's not a one hit and wonder. You guys know I talk about that all the time. It's not just fix it, forget it, and it's done. Like... That thought in my mind about not being good enough or being quieted or having my voice quieted is a lot less than it was pre-starting to work on it. So let's say that, you know, it came up 10 times a day before I started doing the work on it. Now it comes up once every month or maybe once every two weeks. So it's it's working. I'm working it through. But there's still that moment, like, because I've leveled up, right? This is a new level for me in my business. So now it's like really fighting to keep me safe. That's what it thinks it's doing. It's really fighting now. Like there's not a lot left to hold me back in my thoughts. So this, this one is like, it's like trying to put the brakes on for me and thank God I am catching it. And thank God, because now I give it an, a few hours and I'm like, or not even like now I gave this morning, I gave it half an hour once I caught it. But like some of you are going to live in that for years, not pursuing what you know you're meant to do because you have this old programming or these stories about why you shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's not, it's, it's never too late, first of all, but now's the time. Now's the time to catch it. Now's the time to say, okay, maybe there's something here. Maybe my business plan isn't the thing that's not working. Maybe it's this other stuff. You know, I I, I really do resent the strategy only type of coaching. I really, because I, that doesn't work. Like that's the, that's the bottom line. It does not work. It, it will work to get you the things and stuff. Like Scott Harris always says, who I adore. And it will move things ahead for sure. But it won't give you the clarity you need on, as to why you're not doing some of the stuff that needs to happen. Like, again, if I had not caught myself and reached out to the to my safety, I would have missed this and maybe not done what I had done this morning. And, you know, the rest, you can figure it out. Not living my best life, all the cliche stuff. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, the inner child absolutely has something to do with your business. If your business is stalling and there's thing, there are things that are not happening in it, start asking yourself the question, do I need to look at this? Do I need to, to parent? And, and that was the beautiful thing my friend said to me this morning was, can, I, can you parent yourself? And the crazy part is, here's the even more insane part. I had a, a call with my health coach last week and she said the same thing because I have very black and white thinking in my masculine, right? And so I'm at the start again for the millionth time, excuse me, of a heart of a health journey. And I'm, you know, predominantly plant-based. I eat a little bit of meat, but I'm mostly plant-based and I love eating that way. But I, 
I see myself as step one and I see my 50 pound lighter version of myself, step five. Okay. I do not even remotely get excited, celebrate, honor, nothing. Steps two, three, and four. I, I'm pissed if I'm not at step five. So I often get frustrated because I'm not allowing myself to celebrate steps two, three, and four. Right? I'm just like, well, I'm not step five. You're a fat cow. You can't be excited yet because you're not at step five. Think about that. And so she said to me, you need to parent yourself. And that's true. I would never fucking talk to my kids like that. Never in a million years. They lost a pound if that's what they were doing. I would be like, holy shit, way to go. Way to rock it. Let's keep going. But I don't do that for me. A lot of this stuff is just really like getting still and and connecting with that that kid. And I, you know, like I used to think it was cheesy and I used to be like, oh my God, inner child, oh, that's so cheesy, whatever. But like, oh man, was I wrong? I was so wrong. Because there's something there. There's something there. There's some, you know, even, even when I can reframe and I can look at my past and I can be blessed and thankful that it happened how it happened, I still have to let that little kid know because they're in there somewhere. My child psyche is still fearful. It's still manifests itself in these ways. And it's not until I really acknowledge her, but like, I think about, you know, 10 year old me, I would, I would absolutely like, there'd just be nothing but love for that person. And again, my parents love me. Don't get me wrong. They just didn't know how to parent us, me, us. But like, there's something there to really honoring this because it will bleed into other areas. Like gone are the days where there's business, Kara, and personal. Like I'm still the same person. Yes, I wear different hats. Yes, I have different functions, but I'm still the same fucking person. Like what are we missing here, people? Like what are we missing? You know, they always say heal the boy and the man will, will, will arrive. Same thing. Heal the, the little girl and the woman will arrive. The queen will arrive healthy, happy, balanced, not going crazy hustling, trying to do everything every five seconds. So it's not, it's not one or the other. It's a whole, you're still that whole being. And if you're a mission-driven entrepreneur, which I know you are, you have to heal this inner child first or in conjunction with, which is what I'm doing. And so today um, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on spending some time acknowledging. And, um, you know, I was given a beautiful exercise by Aileen. And so I'm going to do that. And I have some journals that are inner child journals that I'm going to work through. And I'm just going to get to work and loving the shit out of that kid in a way that makes me feel safe in a way that, but now, you know, because it's going to come up, it's always that thing. Well, like who really wants to hear what I have to say? Nobody ever wanted to hear what I had to say. Well, my heart knows that what I'm saying is going to help you. And so I don't really care who wants to hear it. I'm working with who needs to hear it. And if you come from any type of trauma, you need to hear this. You need to hear that when you heal her, your business will grow. I, it will, it just will. 
When you heal her, your relationships will be better. That stuff is easy, right? That stuff is obvious. If you heal the inner child, you're a better parent. That stuff is obvious, but what's not obvious is the business stuff. If you heal that child, your business will be better. Your decisions will be better. Your momentum will be better. So I hope, and I know that was helpful for somebody. And um, I know that was a little bit of a heavy podcast this time, but it needed to be said. And my heart called me to, to share that with you. So I hope you have an incredible day and I love you, love you, love you. And um, remember, you can always reach out. You can get me at she's the owner on Instagram or karenmccarran.com. You know, if you have a story and you want to share it with me, please, I would love to hear it. I love you guys. Have a great day.